Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively grow ingredients. That's right, drinksarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A.com. And you can check out their variety of flavors from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea to sparkling organic white ginger tea. They have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, Tulsi lime sparkling botanical, and rubus vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla starter pack sampler gift. Drinksarilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hearer bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blank. All right. It is that time again for the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell. And we are covering Black-owned, publicly traded companies, some of the best of what we have to offer on Wall Street. And I'm excited to be doing this. We're at the time of the recording is still Black History Month. It's the last week of Black History Month. And we would be remiss if we did not deliver this type of content to you. So we're grabbing information from a number of different resources. But of course, when we do the peak at the financial situation and look under the hood, we go by our, our old steady, our old tried and true Yahoo Finance, which you can always follow along with for free. The app is free in the app store, whatever you got the Google Play or the, the uh, you got an iPhone, whatever you got, tablet, tap in. You can get this stuff or you can just use your laptop or device and follow along for free. Yahoo Finance. We look around the vehicle to see if that vehicle is safe enough to take us to our destination. And we also look under the hood and take a deeper dive at the company's financial situation. And if you want to see the visuals, you ever want to get into any of the charting and get a more visual thing, we do offer workshops and classes through the Bullish Institute. If you want a more hands-on learning approach, uh, tap in with the Bullish Institute. 313-744-3489 is the number to call or text. 313-744-3489. And uh, Ms. Barbara Jones will get you hooked up and get you on the calendar. And we also offer free consultations. So just reach out. We'll talk to you for free. I'll talk to you for free and uh, just see what you got going on. If it's, if it's anything we can help you out with from a learning perspective. The next ticker we have that we're covering in our series is Broadway Financial Corporation. Broadway Financial Corporation is on a NASDAQ. Their ticker is BYFC. Boy yellow fire charlie all right that's what it is broadway financial corporation 
And it says here under the company profile description that is in the financial services sector in the regional banks industry. It says Broadway Financial Corporation operates as the holding company for City First Bank National Association that provides various banking products and services in the United States. It accepts various deposit accounts, including savings accounts, checking accounts, now accounts, money market accounts, and fixed term certificates of deposit. The company also offers mortgage loans, which are secured by multifamily residential properties, single family residential properties, and commercial real estate, including charter schools, community facilities, and churches, as well as commercial business, construction, and consumer loans. In addition, it invests in securities issued by federal government agencies, residential mortgage-backed securities, and other investments. Broadway Financial Corporation was founded in 1946 and is headquartered in Los Angeles, California. All right. So Broadway Financial has been around for quite some time. We certainly like to see that. like to see that longevity. Um, generations of successful business operations. That is very encouraging to say the least. So this one has a market capitalization just above $99 million. They have a PE ratio of 16.25 right in that sweet spot. Their next earnings date is going to be on May, the week of May 8th through May 12th. So they must have just recently reported earnings. So this would be a fresh report for us to take a peek at. Again, ticker BYFC. We're going to go and look under the hood at their key statistics and see what, what's really going on. All right. We look at gross profitability, gross profit margin just above 17%. Their net operating margin for the trailing 12 months, just over 24.5%. Management effectiveness, return on assets for the trailing 12 months, 0.5%, so a half a percent to the good. And return on equity for the trailing 12 months is two and three quarters percent. So, so far, so good. The first four key financial ratios are all positive. Two of the four are in double digit numbers. So that's, that's a good look. Income statement. Revenue for the trailing 12 months, just over $33 million, which represents quarterly revenue growth up year over year, just above 29%. It doesn't show an EBITDA or quarterly earnings growth. So I'm not sure how accurate or updated the numbers may be or if they're experiencing some downturns, but it just says NA, NA. So that's what I see here. We look at their balance sheet, total cash on hand for the most recent quarter, $16 million. And they're reporting just over $205 million of debt on their books. You're going to usually see, before you get alarmed, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to typically see a huge debt number whenever you look at any kind of banking stock because of how they do the loans and stuff like that. So they hold, they hold debt. So that's part of how it works. They get paid off of the debt that they're holding, right? They get interest as um, revenue from the debt that they hold, right? But, you know, if a, if a bank helps you buy the, the house, the bank is really on the hook for the house, right? Um, if the ba bank helps you buy the car, the bank is really on the hook for the car until you actually pay off, pay the bank back. Because the bank is not in the business of owning houses and cars. They're in the bank, in the business of lending money. Right. And charging interest on money and fees if you, you know, use bank, you know, checking savings or the ATM and stuff like that. So they want all of the loans to pan out, actually. 
right? They don't they don't want to hold your student loan forever. They want you to graduate <laughs> so you can go make enough money to pay them back. So banking is a big business, and it's encouraging to see that there are some Black-owned banks that exist in America. That's another one of them, Broadway Financial Corp. And I believe the first one that we covered was a Citizens Bank Shares Corporation. All right. So we're going to keep it, keep it pushing. We're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving and giving you more of the Black-owned companies on Wall Street, part of our Black History Month series. If you do choose to put this on your watch list or your wish list on your radar, just want to start with awareness. I believe that everything starts with an awareness campaign. And if we're not aware of the opportunity that exists on Wall Street, then we can never take advantage of them. It always starts with being aware. And through that awareness, we can plant the seed for action because action needs to follow that awareness. Now that you're aware that there are Black-owned companies on Wall Street, what actions do you take? Do you back them? Do you back their vision? But first, you want to do your research and make sure that the company aligns with your goals, your financial goals, whether they're your short-term or your long-term goals. But read up on them. Get the history. See how they've been managing their money. I always look at that longevity. I think that any company, whether it's Black, yellow, or green-owned, I like companies that have been around for decades or generations, or we saw one company that's been around for over 100 years. I like to see that because a lot's happened in 100 years. Other recessions, depressions, and crashes and disease outbreaks have happened, and these companies have still stood the test of time. So if they can, if they can survive for 100 years and be profitable, perhaps they could do the same thing for my money. <laughs> so I'm just trying to look at it from a... a low-hanging fruit perspective so we're gonna keep it pushing y'all gonna take a quick pause for the cause and we're gonna come right back with more bullish picks podcast with your main man 100 grand kim blanks Arell. let's get it drone logistics services offer kids ages 8 to 16 a drone course that will teach you everything you need to know about drone technology starting with basic and advanced technology the course will help you to learn how to fly a drone fix a drone code a drone build a drone, create a drone flying course, flight simulator, and get insightful information about FAA rules and regulations. Check out the website, droneLS.org. That's droneLS.org, Drone Logistics Services. Give us a call today, 908-209-2794. That's 908-209-2794. All right, all right. We are here and we are back for another contribution to the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Kim Blanks Harrell. And we are looking at Black-owned stocks. That's right, Black-owned stocks. And they have stories. They have stories. They have legacy. They have heritage. And proud to be doing this recording in the month of February, last week of February. So you're going to hear a lot of content in March, but you're going to hear it. That's the most important thing. We want to shed light on some of the most overlooked and underserved ticker symbols on Wall Street, and they happen to be those uh, majority Black-owned companies. And what we mean by Black-owned, they were either founded by a Black person or a group of Black people had, at the time of going public, 
least 51% ownership capacity, things of that nature. And not only are we going to touch on the financials, we also shed light on a historical component to most of these companies. Um, I think it's very important. I mean, again, it's Black History Month to talk about some of the history of these companies and not just the statistics and you know stock price type information so in this series i actually did not cover any stock prices at all and i'm not i want you to go and do some homework some due diligence and research and discover and learn about these companies i'm not here pitching them for you to go out and run out and buy or short these uh, names at all i want to again do some awareness from a historical and from a cultural perspective, and maybe plant a seed that may spark you to take some action and go do some research and see if these companies make sense for your investing strategy. All right, so next up on the list is Carver Bank Corp. Carver Bank Corp. It's in the financial services sector in the regional banking industry. And at the time of this recording, it boasts 108 full-time employees. As noted in one source, the Impact Investor says Carver Bank Corp is considered the best black stock in investment capital. It goes on with a historical note says Carver Bank Corp is one of a few black-owned companies on the stock market worth looking into. They were founded in 1948 and their headquarters is in New York City. They are traded on the NASDAQ under the stock ticker C-A-R-V for Charlie, Apple, Rerun, and Vincent. Carver Bank Corp is a holding company for Carver Federal Savings Bank, a group of entrepreneurs in 1948 founded the company. The group consisted of Black community leaders and Black small business owners. This is important because the United States was still in the Jim Crow era. Blacks had a hard time buying their property and starting their businesses. However, it was necessary. The country was shrouded in racism, and Blacks often had to band together to create their wealth. So it was not uncommon to see Black-owned banking institutions, hospitals, and schools. Today, Carver Bank Corp still services minority communities. Their very first branch was opened in Harlem in 1949. Now they have eight branches and multiple ATM centers. Their concentration is in low to moderate income areas. They are dedicated to their mission of helping minorities manage and grow their wealth. This service to the community helps decrease the wealth gap between Black citizens and white citizens. The United States Treasury Department has classified this banking institution as a Community Development Financial Institution, or otherwise a CDFI. This means that they focus primarily on business development efforts and personal lending for poor communities in the United States. They process business loans without bias and offer personal loans to those who may be blocked out by other institutions. Their contribution is a direct approach to combat corporate redlining. And redlining is the practice of segregating communities based on where someone lives. And as a result, entire communities will be blocked from receiving personal loans, real estate loans, or business loans. So Carver Bank Corp made its final mission to fight this practice head on. Some of the pros, banking institutions are popular within the financial sector. This publicly traded Black-owned company stock is one of the oldest institutions on the market. They are dedicated to community development, and this company has a history you can depend on. Some of the cons, 
Investing in the financial sector can become confusing for beginners, and this black company on the stock market is reliant on rates set by the Federal Reserve. So as we know, interest rates hikes have been happening, so it makes borrowing money less attractive because it's been more expensive to borrow money. In fact, the 30-year the fixed on mortgage rates have more than doubled in the last year, so as rates go up, people have less buying power. And so that puts them in less desirable homes and less desirable neighborhoods, which slows the market down a bit. So if people are borrowing less money, that will have an adverse effect on banks. So it's just a, a cautionary thing. I'm not saying it's a super huge, big red flag, but it is something of caution to consider. Though I went deeper into the historical perspective on this particular stock, we would be remiss if I didn't look under the hood, look under the hood. So let's talk about it. Before we go under the hood, this company here has a market capitalization. Carver Bank Corp's market capitalization is just above 18 and a quarter million dollars. Uh, they have a beta of 1.24, so not super, super volatile. They have uh, earnings. They just reported earnings. Their earnings just came out, so this should be fresh data that we can look at at the time of this recording. So I'm going to jump right into it. And as you know, I'm not sharing stock prices. I'm not, I'm not picking prices right now. I'm just sharing awareness and information is on you if you want to get deeper to prices and find out entry points and exit points if you so choose to invest in this company. Ticker symbol C-A-R-V. So we look under the hood. Gross profit margin, a negative 10.7%. Operating margin is a negative 13 and three quarters percent. Management effectiveness, return on assets for the trail in 12 months is a negative 0.4%. And return on equity is a negative 5.4%. So all four of the first key ratios are actually negative. And two of them are double digit negatives. So that sounds negative. All right, we're gonna look at the income statement, revenue for the trail in 12 months, just shy of $26 million. Quarterly revenue growth year over year is down four and a quarter percent. And it doesn't show EBITDA or earnings. All right. So that's and also um, they didn't have a P.E. ratio listed at all. So that must mean it's currently not in a profitable space. So their status is currently not profitable. Balance sheet, total cash on hand for the most recent quarter, just shy of forty four million dollars. Total debt for reported on their books for the most recent quarter, just shy above forty four million. It's actually they have forty three point nine one million in cash relative to forty four point seven seven million dollars in debt. So they're in a position if they have a, a breakout quarter or for sure finish strong at the end of the year, they'd have more cash in hand than total debt which is a strong financial position. So we know that interest rates have been a major concern. In fact, lending and they're talking about looming inflation. So a lot of people, especially with consumer borrowing, consumer spending and borrowing has, has been a little bit slower. People have been applying for fewer mortgages over the, over the course of the last six months. And people are just looking at their money differently, holding on to it a little bit more, being a little bit more cautious on how they, how they put it out there. So I'm not shocked at some of these numbers. I'm not shocked. But again, you're looking at a company that's been around for quite some time, some quite some time, 1948. There, I don't I wouldn't suspect that they'll be going out of business anytime soon or at all. And they have their mission and they're focused on it. So Carver Bancorp, 
ticker C-A-R-V, you heard it here first. I'm sure you heard it here first because most talking heads and Wall Street-based websites and enthusiasts and experts, they don't talk about Black-owned companies on Wall Street. So you probably heard it here first. So stick with us right here on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blank Sorrell. Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at mountsinaioliveoil.com.